Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Man, we are back with another episode of IBTU Sports Podcast here. We got your boy Lawrence, Kenny, and Phil. And Neil is not here today. Because it's a real special, real special weekend. Special it's gonna be a special for the rest of his life. Cause he's never won shit anyway. So um he's got he's out in LA right now, and we just got us three today. How y'all feeling? How y'all living, man? Can't complain. Uh, sad the football's over. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do until it starts again. Um, we got about a month till college. You ain't, you ain't have start. to. You ain't have to remind us. I know, man. It's rough out here. It's rough. <laughs> right. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> yeah. Um. For me, you know, Neil's right now on a mission to try to convince uh, McVeigh and Donald not to retire. He's going to try to do anything possible in his self-being. So good luck to that. Um. For me. Yeah, NFL season's over, but, you know, NBA season is here. All NBA All-Star weekend is here. The second half of the season, I'm very excited. NBA basketball is alive and well. So let's get some things going. All right. Oh, for me, man, um, it's, been a, it's been a solid week so far. Good weekend. Definitely shout out to Kenny for hosting the, the Super Bowl party yet again this year. Always a good time. And he over here let – Got me with like four plates of food on the way out. Didn't know Ashley gave me the entire chicken wing dip. Oh yeah, I, I opened that up. I was like, "Wow, this is heaven right here. Like, this is this is real nice, real nice." But um, yeah, definitely want to thank you again for hosting us. But Absolutely, I am sad too. Football is ending. Um, but basketball's here and having. FanDuel, MGM, all this shit is helping me learn and pay attention to certain players. So I'm ready for the NBA season two. Um, so let's start. First things first, let's go to the Super Bowl, man. What did y'all think of the Super Bowl? Expected, unexpected. What, where, where you guys want to start? Uh, the only thing that was unexpected for me is that it was only a field goal game. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I just felt like I thought the Rams were going to win all year. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to win all week. Even when they went down, Lawrence was a witness. I was even. I was so <laughs> confident that when they went down and they became the underdogs and they were getting points, I alternate spread bet and was giving away points. Like, that's how confident I was that the Rams were going to win this game. I mean, they just came out on a mission. I mean, OBJ went down early, and they still came out and just looked like the Bengals really just didn't have an answer for them. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I, I kind of did sort of the same once the Bengals went down. Um, I felt like plus eight and a half was a nice little cushion. I don't think they were going to get beat that bad or more than a touchdown. So, easy pickings, man. <laughs> got to take it. You got to take it. What about you, Phil? Yeah, I mean, I was just like you guys. I was trying to, you know, live bet and do my um, thing with parlays throughout the entire game. Very wild game. You know, congrats to the L.A. Rampians on their victory. You know, Matt Stafford finally gets that big W he needs. And it's like it's fun to see what both teams go from here. Because I think I think one of the um, sports outlets put out a stat, like quarterbacks that lose in their Super Bowl debut never go back to the, the championship game again. So we'll I just see how Burr responds to that. I just saw, yeah, I just saw that. That's like such an odd stat, though. Like they it lose is. in their debut, but like, so you mean if, when you get there, you have to win your first time? Like I don't, I don't right, know. right, yeah. It's, just, it's weird. <laughs> that's, that's an odd statement to me. Like I, I don't know. We're hoping Joey B gets back to the Bulls. Oh man, but 
Let's let's start. Let's break the game down a little bit. Um, let's go to uh, let's go with the the Bengals side of things. What did you? Um, what do you think went wrong for them? What went wrong was Zach Taylor made awful, awful decision. Joe Mixon was having his way with this team. Let's be real. Like I mean, yes, Aaron Donald's a little bit, but Joe Mixon, whatever he wanted, he was getting. Right. You have the most important play of the game on that third and one play, and you have. Samaj and P. Ryan in the game to run the ball. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, in what planet does that make sense? And I heard people saying, oh, well, you know, Joe Mixon's not really good in pass pro. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Except it was a run play, so why does that matter? I don't, I don't middle, understand I that. Right, so I, I, one thing that, like, I've been – I, I kind of mentioned it the past couple of weeks is watching different uh, channels. They break down the film for the game. And, like, I was wondering what play was ran on that fourth and one, bro. Like, he ran a, he ran a, a second and medium, third and long play on fourth and one. And it made no sense on why he did what he did. So, they were, like, two receivers to the left. And you had Chase to the right. And then you had a tight end. Tight end stayed and blocked, I believe. Now, I think they had two tight ends. No, did they have two tight ends? No, they had Tyler Boyd. They had Tyler Boyd and Higgins to the left, tight end on the right. They tried to do rub routes and then had Chase on a fade. And that takes time. Then you leave AD on block. Well, pretty much on block because it's one person. You've been triple teaming them the whole game, and then you don't triple team them for the fourth and one when the, the season's on the line. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Um. For me, I mean, you guys, they drafted Jamar Chase in the offseason in the draft. Definitely, definitely grab an old lineman this offseason or in the draft. If you already got Chase. There's no excuse why you shouldn't at least grab a decent offensive lineman this year. They're going to they're going to get Armstead. Armstead's but, going there. But I'm also not letting them off the hook that easy by saying, "Oh, the old line lost to him." Because what did yeah. we hear all week coming into this game? He was sacked nine times and it didn't matter. Blah, blah, he's blah, only set. He's only yeah. sacked seven. Yeah, and icing on the cake, he was sacked nine times in that one game. The rest of the playoffs, he's only sacked three times combined until the Super Bowl. So, right. yes, I mean, this isn't a good O-line. I'm by no means saying they're a good O-line. But right. let's stop with this narrative that, oh, they only lost because of the O-line. Because all week I heard it, the O-line didn't matter because they got sacked nine times and won a game. And like oh, yeah, I said, he was yeah. only sacked three other times. So, yes, they right. do need an O-line, but I'm not I'm – nothing. But just yeah, I'm I, I people that, in general though. that are blaming, oh, the O-line. No, there was a lot to win to this game, and I'm not going to just – Cherry yeah, co- co- coaching line. decisions and stuff like that. Yeah, especially that the whole P Ryan third and one thing that uh, that blew my mind when I was watching it live. And just, right. like, like I said, Joe Mixon was going off, and he should have had the ball. That's the type of shit. That's the type of shit right there that gets me like as a player. Like even when I was playing, where it would make me not trust you as a coach anymore. Like some players couldn't do that, where they just blindly follow the coach. I like if I can't feel like we go into a, I can't follow you into a burning building if I can't trust you. Yeah. Like though, that's the type of coaching that not, it's it's a figurative speech, but no, right, right. Literally, like I can't trust you at that point. If I'm Joe Burrow, I can't trust you at that point. Why is P Ryan in the game when Joe Mixon ran for seventeen hundred all-purpose yards from scrimmage? It doesn't make sense to me. It's the Super Bowl. Give your best player the ball. Give other just, options. Another thing I sense. want to point out, too, because, I mean, I like Joe Burrow. I think he's great. Right. But I think that some people now are maybe just a little over hyping him a little bit, and I'll get to something later. But just how come I haven't heard one person say, why didn't Joe Burrow check out of that play when he don't, when it was a run play for P-Rod? Because any other quarterback, 
if, if Aaron Rodgers Russell, was in yeah, if Russell Wilson was in that situation, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, Matt Stafford on the other side were in that situation. Right. There was a third and one, and there was a run play to Pirine, and they let that happen. All we'd hear about is that's a terrible decision by the quarterback to let that happen. I don't care that it's only Joe Burrow's second year. The way that they've anointed him as the second coming, he should have known. If we're going to blame quarterbacks, every quarterback has to be held to the same standard. Right. And we kind of we kind of saw that in the Chiefs game too, where we were wondering like, what the hell is what the hell is he doing in the game? But then in the Chiefs game, he scored off the screen. So right. it's like, I get oh. it. At the same time, I don't. But yeah, yeah speaking, speaking of the. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, speaking of the Bengals, what you guys uh, think on the the Higgins uh, and Ramsey's uh, catch, or there was obviously oh, no, just before we get, let me just finish my. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, right yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, no, just um, if it was a pass play, I'm fine with P. Ryan being in the game. The fact it was a run a run play is why I'm like that's ridiculous. But all right, yeah. Um, so like. For me, I, you, you want to go? Yeah, we'll, we can go to the we can go to the the the, bang, the yeah the Bengals. We'll go to the Bengals receivers um, because it was is the biggest their biggest attribute or selling point f- for the opportunity to win the game. So you had you got T Higgins, you got Tyler Boyd, you got Chase. I think they played fairly well. Um, yes, there were some there were some catchable balls that should have been caught. Um, you can go to Tyler Boyd's catch. Where he went up the field too early, and I believe that that's a crucial play in the game. Where you you all day you've been making those plays over the middle, um, and, and you couldn't get it done there. But going to the Ramsey and T Higgins, um, I think it's a I think it's a play where you let go because there's just so much there's so much hand fighting in that Lawrence. you can't just you can't do. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish before you, you kill me. Can't fighting with his mask. Listen, right. listen, That's, listen. Wow. The physicality, the, the the theme of the game. So, for like as we're watching, the the refs were letting them play. They were going down the field, hand fighting. But in that moment, if you have visibility, maybe the ref didn't have visibility to it. But then again, his his whole head turned. So that <laughs> was crazy. That, that was still crazy to me, but. It was consistent with what they were letting the, them do. Like they're letting them battle down the field when the ball wasn't there. So, yeah. but yeah. Ramsey Ramsey should have probably got that call because that's a whole face mask. It's not like a push or anything. So, right. I like, think that should have been called though. Like it is what it is. Like I don't like to cry over missed calls. Like that that was egregious. It happens um, every game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It happens every game. I, I say it all the time. Like you can't blame it. It, it was a terrible call, um, but. I'm not going to sit here and like if they would have lost the game, I'm not going to sit here and say that's why they lost the game. Like, right. but that it, it was bad. I'm glad it didn't cost them the game. But uh, I, I don't know. And but then for people to later say in the game, oh well, the refs had to make makeup calls, and that's why they call all those penalties on the last drive. No, they called those penalties on the last drive because those were all penalties. Like, right. I, like that's and then they compl- well they missed the call. So because they missed one call. You want them to now miss every call in the game. Like you can't have it both ways. Like I think calls are going to get missed. Right. I think down yeah, the line. No I think. Is. Yeah. I think the frustrating thing as you go through a game and you're like, oh, they're letting us. Oh, they're letting us go at it. They're letting us battle. All right. All right. Get and then you get to later in the game, and then it's the same. It's something. I would say the the Ramsey one and the Eli Apple one were definite mm-hmm. holdings or pis. Now the one on Cooper Cup near the goal line. I say that's a play on because it didn't alter his run or anything. It did. If you watch the play, 
he turns it, it's not no, it's minor it's minor i'm not saying it, yeah, it's amazing but by by the rule it's it's past interference i'm surprised I, Eli, apple hasn't changed his name yet he is getting slandered all over bro all <laughs> eli all eli apple had to do i'm saying I'm, well, I'm saying this now but i'm saying like it's easy like there's so many routes you that you know he's gonna run as soon as you see him fading out like that you all you have to do is turn your head you can literally pick that and you got you pick it and you slide down and the game is over but he didn't even turn his head or anything to look for the ball right and after you know game, why he, i think everyone that was after too, too because like, he allowed that touchdown but on the play before he just got caught for the pi like that's true that i i think that he he started to play scared at that point which he should be right. playing scared because he's eli apple and that's the best receiver in the league like <laughs> right, well, literally, was the, the, the Chiefs receivers, the the Ravens, everyone was on his head after that loss. It was wild. Hey, talk talk shit, get wrecked. Like you, right. he brought it. He brought it on himself, man. Like right, he was talking shit to the, the Giants, the Chiefs. He was talking shit to Hill and Hardman and the Ravens. He deserved every bit of it. <laughs> Got to back it up. <laughs> oh man, but nah, I think I think just the the officiating. It, I feel like it wasn't no problem with it. Like you let it; it no. is what it is. You had, like I always say too, Neil thinks it's bullshit, but you got how many how many plays were in the game right. on each side, and then not to mention, let's let's go through the drive for the Bengals. They go for it on fourth down, to open the game, gave them a short field. It is what it is. It's a it's a great area for for um for everything. Then you got. Then you got the you got a punt, field goal, you got a touchdown, punt, and then the half four, and then after after his touchdown come out of halftime, touchdown, field goal, punt, 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 turnover on downs. So you have the you have the opportunity to make plays, and you're just you're just not getting them done. The last play was six plays. The last drive was six plays. Uh, The previous drive was eight. The one before that was six. And just please remember that when I segue into my thing after we're done talking about this game. Remember and, that he had salute. a whole half and scored a touchdown, a field goal, punt, 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 turnover on downs. Just and shout, out, and shout out to the Rams for on the, the game-winning drive. 19 plays, four and a half minutes. And remember when everyone said they couldn't put a drive like that together? They're all oh, that's, that's killer. From, from their own 21. So... It just there's opportunities in the game like like I said before you got so many times in the game you got seventy to eighty plays or whatever it is to win the game. It don't come down to Eli Apple fade route. It don't come down to no. Cooper Cup getting held at yeah. the two yard line. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't and, come um, down to those things. And plus, yeah, uh, literally there's penalties in almost every single play in football, and whether it's called, it's up to the ref. So right, just wild. I and, think I think overall it was a great game. Um, I didn't really I didn't have a problem with it. Um no. and I, I like subliminally when we were watching the game, I'm like, I didn't really think about it then, but there was really wasn't any flags. But now you think about it now, it's like that was a pretty good officiated game to be honest. No, think we said we were all watching the game and at the end of it, not one of us said like, Man, those flags at the end really ruined right. it. Like no one's like right. we were all watching and not one of us said that. We had a room full of people. So uh, for people to try to sit here and you know, say the flags the reason why, no. Like I Right. I don't know. But I think that this game speaks to why it, it's time to really – I mean, if it wasn't clear before, it definitely is now. It's time to really give Matt Stafford his flowers. Like, he played that game with – remember, Robert Woods went down midseason, so he was already without his wide receiver too. 
Right. Then his new wide receiver two goes down in the first half. His tight end one was out. Tight end two goes down. I, he played the game with Cooper Cup, and that was it because the and run had, game couldn't get on the ground. And you had ben, ben Jefferson ben, was struggling. You yeah. had Ben Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, like, are, are we just going to not acknowledge how – like, that's phenomenal to me, what Matt Stafford did. And I, I don't yeah. want to hear any more Matt Stafford slander. I shouldn't have heard it to begin with because from, he was stuck uh, in that poverty franchise. But now I really don't want to hear anyone slander. Especially for Richard Sherman? Well, no, we'll get, to yeah, me, that's, we'll get, that, we'll that's get not that. slander. Yeah, we'll yeah. get into that after. Like, he has, he has he's a, still calling him good. He's just saying yeah. let's not – like, I, I'm not going to him as a Hall of Famer yet. Like, no. Yeah. But I'm, he's, he's a great quarterback in this league and should be right. spoken – about with the great quarterbacks in this league at this point. Right, that's a fact. Like I'm not. <laughs> let me. That let me. Mill Mill chimed in. He didn't say nothing that he was joining. We about to join him in real quick. Oh. You better have good Wi-Fi, man. Uh oh. We apologize for something that happened. It was good. You are, you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we yes, can hear you. Can. You already know where I'm at. <laughs> are, are you solo? You by yourself? I'm in LA. Had to go. Had to come out for the parade. Field correspondent Neil Fatada on the scene. Ran, <laughs> are you ready? We headed up today. You went to Odell's house. I was at his house. Are you was at Calabasas, bro? <laughs> he just he asked me. You know, he asked me to stay for a little bit, so I stayed. <laughs> Wait, you by you you by yourself? No, I'm with Bell. We're we're just oh, okay. up dinner. We've look at look at you, man. Look at you. I'm proud of you. Creating memories. Look at creating. Listen, creating memories. Creating memories—that's hey, what I'm talking smile. about, man. Wow. I'm proud so of you. This is this is what I was saying a couple weeks ago. You feel I'm me? To, I'm about to try you to know, like, listen, listen. You all know? took, all Neil, took is that, is that my, Lebron behind you? All, all it took was for my <laughs> to win. That's all it took. That's it, bro. I just you said courtside tonight, bro. Nah, not courtside. That's 20k. He, he said he's right next to AD and Sean McVay. Listen, listen. All, all, I gotta, once, bro. all I gotta say is. Uh, it's what seventy five. It's like seventy degrees out here. Why? Why the fuck do you live in New York? I'm, go, I'm going in the summer. <laughs> Bro, this shit is crazy. I'm like, out I'm here. Really out. Like I really could be in shorts right now. Like I, it was fifty five when I got in last night at like eleven o'clock. Like I really could have been in shorts. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I I don't know what else to say, man. I went to the, I went to the parade today. It was crazy. There had to been twenty k people there, maybe more. Like like I couldn't even move my arms. I couldn't even take videos because I couldn't move my fucking arms up. It was crazy. It was loud. My ears hurt. My throat hurts. Shit. Now we gotta cap the night off. A little nightcap with a Lakers W tonight. Let me ask you something. Were you what? as intoxicated as Sean McVay? No. Nobody on this earth was as drunk as the Rams today. <laughs> Nobody. They had they had the Don bro. He had the Don Julio on stage. Twelve hundred dollar bottles of Bel Air. Like you Ooh. see the size of those Bel Air bottles? I don't know if you guys were watching, but yeah, they, yeah. they were bigger than me. That's big for those of you that don't know. <laughs> Extra you know, I had to tune in. I got the notification. I was like, oh, my boys, are, I got to tune in. Is this not a show without yeah, me? Our field reporter. You're, you're show, our, Aaron Ambers. Bro, I just want to say uh, Rams Super Bowl champs 2021, 2022. Uh, we're going to run it back as long as AD doesn't retire. We're running that shit back. We just got news that he retired. If he retires, I'm, I'm not a fan anymore. <laughs> No, but I'm uh, I'm gonna go back in, finish off my dinner, hit this Lakers game up in a little bit. I'll take pictures and send it to y'all. Try to hug LeBron for us. Much love. (laughs) That was our field reporter Neil Fatada on the scene in LA. So going to uh, going to the to the uh, to the Rams side. 
Let's break that down a little bit. Um, Kenny, you already had talked about it. Yeah, just, I like, thought it was super – it was impressive. I mean, they, yeah. they played the game with basically Cooper Cup because their run game was non-existent. OBJ was gone. Their starting tight end didn't even suit up. Then the guy who did start a tight end got hurt on the first drive of the game. Like, right. his second option – and then Van Jefferson was did not have a good game. So, it was Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, when he decided to catch the ball, and then Ben Skoranek, and he won the game. Like, the last drive of the game, we knew – Cooper Cup is going to get the ball on every play because who else is going to? And he's he's still, forced he's by still got it done. I don't know what else can be said. Great. Um, for me, yeah, just like Kenny said. No, I mean we didn't have we didn't see an amazing game from um. He did play like a bot. Um, yeah, I, play, I, I had him play a, like a bot, Lex. I had him as a, you know the first touchdown scores. So, thanks. But um, <laughs> yeah, just. The the running backs they didn't we just see an impressive game from them. Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, Darnell Darnell Henderson, they were all healthy, they didn't see much. It was literally the Cooper Cup show and he showed us why he was the best receiver this season. Triple crown, MVP. Not a lot of receivers have done that. So shout out to Cooper Cup. No, I think I think the Rams uh kinda echo what Kenny has said. Um the show like Matt Stafford really can be that guy to take the game over. Um, he showed that too. He had the turnovers, but one was a hell Mary to at the thing at half before half, I think right, right before, before half. half. And then, and then you had the, the tipped one that I think was a half and half, but it could have been more on the receiver. He should have stayed more friendly to the ball. He started heading upfield and then all that. And then it oh. got tipped and got picked. But, um, and I think that, the, I think the Rams played really good. The I was disappointed. I was surprised that Cam makers, and I, I feel like Daryl Henderson, he probably shouldn't have played. I felt like Sony Michelle should have played more, but I'm that's because I'm a fan of him. I think he's the better of the better outside of uh, Daryl Henderson. But oh, also, do we think uh, Ramsey had a bad game? Like everyone's saying on media. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think when you have when you're that level, a hundred million dollars, and you get uh, two explosive plays. No matter what, I feel like the only thing that could have erased it is like a pick. They're going to highlight those two plays because it's their two best receivers. One was a touchdown and one, the other one was a 60-yard bomb. So, like, those plays are going to be engraved as, like, as a fan when you're watching it. You can go to the stats and see, okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. But I definitely watched another film breakdown where he didn't have uh, as bad of a game as people think. Yeah, if you take so, away those two plays, it's not he didn't really have as bad as game yeah. people made out. Look, they just really highlighted those two catches. And yep. if everybody's going to cry about that being a face mask penalty, you can't use that play to then you know talk right. cry about rant. Like if it was a bad call right. and you guys really hated it that bad, then you can't also use that play to say that's why Ramsey had a bad game. Like you right. can't have it both ways. Right, consistency. And consistency. Like, we're watching that game. Uh, the Matt Stafford, the first interception. Like, yeah, I mean, you obviously don't want to throw picks, but. Right. That was the equivalent of a punt. He threw it in the end zone. They got it. It was a touchback. It was a third down. Right. If he doesn't get it, they're going to punt it anyway. So, yes, ideally you don't throw interceptions. But in that situation, it was either right. I'm going to throw it away and we're going to punt it, or I'll Tim just heave it to the end zone and they pick it off. I don't oh, see yeah, a problem. Tim, yeah, 10 plays, 347 on that drive. You know, speaking of people debating on social media, would how would we rate the halftime show this year as well? Because I, I saw a lot of people have different opinions up and down. It was one of the best. It was one of the worst. Okay, okay. Not the people. Our our generation yeah, say, uh, loved it. It's listen. Yeah. It's old boomers. 
old Bruce Springsteen people that want to see the same well, same damn, people in the. Bruce Springsteen This is facts. He's not wrong. I'm just saying you know, because we yeah. sat through Bruce Springsteen and Mick Jagger when we were kids, and then, Bruce oh, had Bruce was on there. He wasn't he on there two three times. I know they had Bruce had. Uh, Mick Jagger, and we had to sit there and listen to it like we actually like that stuff. Are you kidding me? No, like this is our generation. This is what we like. Let let's rock. let's put a pin in this. Lex is in here too. Lex, this is a great a great point because he knows me very well on how I play the game and what I really believe in. The best people should be out in the field, and he can attest to this. We can go right to Shippensburg. What was it, Lex? Twenty fourteen, like. He's good enough. Lex is good enough to play. I know he's better than the other running back. I want Lex to play because he's better than him, not because Lex is a because I like Lex better or Lex is a freshman or whatever it is. He's better than the person. He should be on the field. It's just that simple. I don't understand why Mixon was off the field. Maybe he needs to get the pass pro fixed. Maybe that's why. But hey, listen, I'm a sacrifice to pass, bro. The pass pro is already trash. It's, it's not like it was a hurry up where like you had that person. On right. You came out of a huddle like you legit sent P. Ryan out there for mixing. Like what did you think? Oh, if we line up, maybe they think we're going to pass it. Like, I don't understand what your logic is behind it. Game is on the right. line. Like when the game was on line for the Rams. And everyone in the stadium knew the ball was going to Cooper Cup. Did McVay get cute and say let's throw it to Skronik? No, he said I'm throwing the ball to my best player. Like if you're gonna lose, you lose yes. you losing with your best player receiving example. the ball. It's That's why they're there. Everyone in the stadium's thinking, Oh, it's probably gonna be a run play, it's probably gonna be a sneak. What does Sean McVay say? No, I'm putting the ball in my best player's hand. QB, or wide receiver sweep to Cooper Cup on fourth and one with the season on the line. Like you get the ball to your best players. I don't right. understand why Joe Mixon is watching that from the sidelines. Right, and that's and that's gonna haunt them. I feel like um, it's gonna be really, really tough to get back there. You got new quarterbacks, new teams emerging. Um, but going back to um, I know how much Charlotte feels like, sadly. Listen, at least he was on the field though. For me, man. For me, man. Like I don't do the shoulda, coulda, woulda's. Right. But boy. That shit was not yours to this day. Ain't no way. <laughs> but even in that situation, I'm still more okay with that because it's not like Russell Wilson is a scrub. You, like, yeah, you true, true. Playmaker quarterback. True. Like, you put the ball in the hands of your backup running back. Okay. That's true. Okay. <laughs> he said, okay. But, no, what were, we, what were we talking about before? I, uh, Half, uh, the halftime show. Yeah, the halftime show. Yeah, bro, like, listen – there's been a few times where I'm in the uh, bloom. I'm like, we're not. You're not running this play. Like, this shit is, you give me the rock right now. <laughs> like, very few times, but I had to do it. It's, it's just, it just has to be done sometimes. Then I'll be like, yo, I'll, I'll deal with the repercussions once we score. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> if we don't score, then we in trouble. But um, the halftime show, I feel like the halftime show was really good. Like, I felt like it was like nostalgia and people really enjoyed it. You got to see 50 uh, doing the inner club. Like, you got to see Snoop. You got to see Dre. Like, all those songs are classic. You got to see Mary Mary J. Like, it's classic. Like, when you hear when you hear still Dre, like, it's just like, just a good, good feeling. Like, no matter where you at, those, like, all the songs that were played are, like, timeless. 
it's not even up for debate with anybody that didn't like it. The songs were timeless. It's not like songs that you don't know. And, you and me? so this is exactly what the halftime show should be. And, like, a, and a bag of chips. Lays. Right. <laughs> Hello. <Yeah. laughs> like, we're in L.A. on the West Coast. The halftime show should be something that embodies that culture. It's right. Like when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta and they had Maroon 5, like that does not doesn't doesn't make sense. Atlanta culture. Like they have outcast. Like if this was in North Dakota and they had this show, maybe I'll give you the point. Like, you know what? This and, doesn't really embody what you know right. the, the area is about. But right. this is exactly what West Coast music is about. Mm-hmm. And I it was another thing cool too is the they had the layout of LA uh on the ground. What did uh and another thing too is I feel like I know there's there's a lot of noise on like older people that didn't like it, but I also seen a lot of videos of grandpas, mm-hmm. older women vibing to when Fifty came up. Like there's a lot a lot of videos that surface. So Plus, I feel like we we know why those who don't like it don't like it. I'm not gonna yeah. get into it because but we know why they don't like it. So I'm just <laughs> there. you're watching, you know, I know. If they didn't like it, we know why. Nah, they want a Bruce. They like the Eminem part. Um. No, they didn't like that. No, they didn't like that. I know, they didn't like that. I didn't even know he did that. We're thinking of? But you yeah. know what it was for? It was for Tupac. Because he did it when Dre started playing the Tupac intro. But again, we're not going to get into that. Cause, right. But, <laughs> but again, <laughs> if they didn't like it, we know why they didn't like it. We right, 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 right. Right. Oh, man. I thought Kendrick should have had a little bit of a bigger part in it, but... I liked it overall, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Out of everyone that was up there, Kendrick is—he's the low, low man on the totem pole. They did exactly yeah. what they're supposed to do. Like, yeah. It was—I feel like it was yeah, cool for him to be there. And like, I didn't, bro. I learned a lot after that show. Like, like watching videos, watching people react to it. I did not know Jay Z wrote "Still Dre." Really? Yes. You sure about that? I'm. I he has he has credits on the song. He wrote. Back he wrote check. like he wrote like pretty much like the skeleton of the song, pretty much. And then they changed it to like West Coastville, and I did yeah. not know that. I said, "Wow, right. that shit is crazy." Yeah. And Jay Z is also responsible now for um, coordinate the halftime show. So so a lot of people hating that. So but. yeah. So if y'all want if the people that if they see this and use mad and you're a boomer, get ready, buckle in. But also, too, at the same time, like Jay-Z, he's a music mogul. Like if, if it's right. going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, you can guarantee it's going to be a country artist. Like, it's okay. Right. Like, like, just understand that. That would be appropriate. Exactly. Like he's going to do what fits the area. And it was West Coast. We haven't had a hip-hop act in how many years? It was time. Let it happen. We probably won't have another one for another 15 years. Let us have a <laughs> Not right, fifteen, bro. Not next, fifteen. Not fifteen. Give us, give us like three, three years. We go, we be back in three years. We oh, said man. the same thing after the Janet incident, and that's the last time we had, you know, someone of color out there until they gave us the weekend for a little bit. It really? I mean, it was Janet, and then it was like th- that's when they started hitting us with the Springsteens, Mick Jagger. I mean, you had Beyonce, but like again, that because they hit us with. No, like, but oh, it wasn't oh. even. It wasn't even our fault. JT did, JT did that. So I'm technically, just, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, you bro. <laughs> we didn't have all Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, though. I know, but my oh yeah, that was that was fire. It was like four when that Janet thing happened. Okay, right, right. Everybody right. we're naming was like within the last five years. So right. what happened from 04 to 2016? That's a fact. 
I never even thought about because I ain't really you don't really I, I me personally I ain't really watch it unless I like I knew who was who was really performing like I wanted to watch the weekend one because I liked his album last year feel like that went o- that went over a lot of people's heads because they wasn't ready for all of that but fucking okay, camera angles broke everyone's necks and shit <laughs> <laughs> oh man but but um i want to just jump into this all week yeah, go ahead. Heading, heading into the game and everything mm-hmm. i heard a lot a lot of people saying joe burrow is the next tom brady and like i don't know i, I guy, wish i saw that the, the guy played a year and a half like it was like <laughs> okay he got to the Super Bowl, like, good for him, but they said he was the next Tom Brady, so I just wanted to pull something up here. Um, mm-hmm. I can share my screen here. Talk to us. Talk to us, man. Let's see. This. I, I haven't seen this talk. I'm interested. You should be able to share. You, you're good yep. to share? I got it. Okay. All right. Could you guys see it? Yep. I'm adding it. Popping up right now. Oh, we got the slideshow. Hold on. Sean Payton record. Oh. oh, oh. That was something different. Oh, what slander you got going no, on? No, that, that was for something. I was <laughs> That's for a different but podcast. Okay. Here is one guy's record. And okay. there, oh, one resume. Front, four games, three and one record, nine, 97 and 142 for 68 completion percentage, 1,100 yards, 276 yards per game, five touchdowns, two interceptions, QB rating at 97.3. Now, five touchdowns in four games. All right, whatever. Entire playoff run, right? Yeah. Now, here's yeah, the entire playoff run. Now, here's the other guy. Other guy had a first-round bye, obviously, so he only played three games. But he yep. went 3-0, and 72% completion percentage, 971 yards. So when you break it down, he threw for significantly more yards per game. Had six touchdowns and one interception, so those numbers are better. This QB rating, much better, right? Okay? Yep. Does anyone want to take a guess at who these two guys are? Um, they gotta be young, or not haven't got to the playoffs a lot. Well, no, this was just for their one run. It was one season. Oh, just one season. Yeah. So this, yeah. Is it a specific year or? Mm. I, I mean, one guy did it in one year, and one guy did it in another year. Like you. Now, mm. mind you, I was just talking about Joe Burrow. So yeah, I mean, so well, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing the left is Burrow. Right. You would be correct. Uh. And I'm going to say who led. Hey, I'm going to guess, guess 2000-2001 Brady. Now, see, that'd be correct if I was trying to defend their argument, but I'm not. Nick Foles, okay? So we're all sitting here anointing Joe Burrow like this was the greatest playoff oh, I've ever seen. Oh, That's Nick Foles. He did. Oh he, shit! He, he did Kenny came with the receipts today. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not. This is not me bashing Joe Burrow. This is not me saying Nick Foles is great. This right. is me saying let's pump the brakes on calling Joe Burrow the next time Brady because Nick Foles put up these numbers and was a backup the next year. Oh shit! Right? <laughs> like oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> like what? Like look at those numbers. Oh. Yeah, yeah he, he is, had a great game against the Patriots in Super Bowl. I feel like I feel like when you're a quarterback and you go into the playoffs and you're going on a run, I need at but least Eagles, two TDs. I need two TDs from you passing. They, the Eagles have a buy Manda- like mandatory, like because if you don't get if you don't get at least two, that means that you not your team is not going to be very competitive unless you have a, a crazy run game. That's what he had five touchdowns. Yeah, that's not over, good over four games. That's not five good. five touchdowns. Like everyone, he oh he went nuts against the Titans. What he had three touchdowns in that game. So now you're telling me he had three. 
He threw for two touchdowns in three games then, and he's the next Tom Brady. Okay. I'm just like, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm not sitting here trying to bash. I'm actually surprised the Eagles had to buy that that year. We bring the it facts was, out here was, on IBT Sports, that was man. I remember Carson Wentz was going to be MVP. He got hurt like very yeah. late in the year. So. What, like the number two seed maybe? When it was first two teams in a buy? So? He got hurt. He got hurt yeah, against yeah. the Rams in 2018. Yeah. But, hey, man. Hey, we, I just wanted my, to point that out to everybody that. Microsoft proficient over here. I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that Joe Burrow is bad, but can we please pump the brakes on this? He's the next Tom Brady because yeah, I think I think for the people that like genuinely don't like like they don't like him, I think it's the confidence, is the the swag he brings with the 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 Miami glasses. The and makes. I love that. Yeah, like it's good. It's good energy. But I think a lot majority of the people that don't like him, that they don't like that part of him. Like his game, his game has a lot to like to offer to the to the NFL and shit. So I feel like he's gonna be good going forward. It's just gonna be really tough to get back to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yes. Dan Marino told him, he sent a tweet out, he's like, don't worry, Joe, I got there my second year, too. You have the rest of your career to never get back to the game. <laughs> like, that, it happens sometimes. Right. It's Bro, it's tough. It's, it is tough getting the championships. It is very, 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 very difficult. I don't think people, like, if you never really played in it or played in a, a, a sport where you're, you're competing for it, like, a lot goes into that shit, you know, so... Hey, man, Saints to the Super Bowl next year, you know what I'm saying? I just said that to say this, you know? <laughs> Side note, Bleacher Report released their way too early power rankings, and the Falcons are the highest rated NFC South team, and we're only ranked 21. Bro, we're 26. Well, I, <laughs> my chest hurt. Like, I, come on. Like, yeah, y'all, did this, y'all did this last year. You're 26. We, the Bucks on, are 25. Bro. The Panthers are like this 31, cr- and the Falcons are 21. Bro, it's open season, baby, in the NFC South. That thing's up for grabs. Yo, listen, it's first eight wins. Eight? Seven? 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 Bro, listen, we if I if we get into the offs with seven wins, any team in our division, that would be crazy. Like, that would be crazy. And then he did it for years. Let someone else right. play it, right? You said, uh, you said Aaron Rodgers, for example? Yeah, I think he got there. It won the Super Bowl. Everyone's like, oh, this is the first. He never got back there. He I never mean, got. He never example, got back. Seattle Seahawks. Remember, we all crowned them the dynasty because they had the one. And they were they though. Got, but but how could you be a dynasty when you only won one championship? Cam Newton as well. You got back Bro, and lost I feel like back. nah. Like I feel like the team. Once you do that, once you what do that corner dynasty. No, 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 no. I'm oh, saying oh. like I'm saying like they won. They won the first year. Then went yeah. back. Right. Like it goes back to what I was saying early on in the video. Is it's tough t- when you can't. Run into a burning building with your coach. Mm-hmm. I, as a coach, can no longer trust Lex. You can attest to this too. I can no longer trust you if Marshawn Lynch is on our team and we're on the one yard line. I can no longer trust you as a coach. I don't believe in. I don't care how many speeches you do in the lecture hall, how many pump ups we go bowling on the weekends. I can no longer trust you. Listen, how how you don't how do you get the ball to to Mershon Lynch? It's crazy you say that because like I'm I'm wondering if that's gonna happen with the Buffalo Bills because right you're 13 seconds away from winning a game and you don't win that game right like, that's tough that's tough like it's, it's again, really tough like yes players got to make plays but also we all saw the the defense that was played like that that's what you're gonna call with 13 seconds left like mm-hmm. ah. I don't know. It's going to be tough. And you just lost your offensive coordinator now. 
Yeah, it's just it's just I think a lot of people don't focus on that either. Like like the morale the morale of the players are different after those runs like that. You're like mentally exhausted. You gotta play seventeen and then you gotta go and play four more exhausting games to to host the trophy after the season. That's a lot. It's a lot. And then you yeah, get there like how the right. Bengals did. You get you get four consecutive punts. You don't put no points up. You don't put up a. You don't put up two field goals. You don't put up four field goals, and you go home. And icing on the cake with that too. The the Bengals, when Stafford throws an interception, they had the ball. They got down to what like the eleven. And then they take a sack. So again, and I, I'm not trying to talk bad about Burrow. Like it comes across yeah. like Burrow bashing, but it's not. Yeah. It's just like yeah. you were in situations where you should have won the game. And it, if you're going to be the second coming that everyone's saying you're the next best quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. they gave you the game on a silver platter and you didn't take it and my thing another thing too is um well like zach taylor i feel like people like him they like him obviously um he's younger and everything but i feel like their success and how young they are is gonna mask that he's really not that good of a coach in the clutch it's crazy too though because like during the middle of the year there were people were saying like would it be crazy if the Bengals won the division and fire zach taylor so like even Bengal fans weren't sold on Zach Taylor. Like, he got to the Super Bowl, it's going to save him. But, mm-hmm. I don't know, it kind of reminds me of, like, a Dan Quinn situation in Atlanta where, like, he wasn't really a good coach, but he got to the Super Bowl, so plot right, some extra right. years. We'll see. But they got to get the right coach because they got the stars there, and you cannot waste Joe Burrow's rookie contract with a coach that can't get the job done. Yeah, you can't. Like, crucial moments. You got to know what you want to go to, like, in those crucial moments. Like, you go, you go coaches with – you got, like, Sean Payton – McVeigh, um, you could say, um, was it what's what's the old boy's name from the Bills? Uh, McDermott. McDermott, like Bill Belichick, like just naming a few. Those coaches are going to be like, "Yo, we're in two minute. The game is on the line. We got these set of plays." He's going to Zach Taylor going the first quarter plays. Yeah, and the first quarter plays going to lose you the game when the game is on the line. Like it didn't, it just didn't make sense. Like they broke down the play, and it was like. Uzama was wide open, like wide open. The the safety that came down to guard him tripped. So I don't know why you would run a long developing play on fourth and one, but that's tough. Yeah, Ramsey Real tripped tough. too. So he had yep, uh, chased a lot of but you, you don't have enough time to get that ball up when you got Aaron Donald and Von Miller. In your Bro, game. but that's another thing too is like, yo, as Joe Burrow, like, if I'm about to, if I'm scrambling and I know Chase got the one on one, fourth and one is better he there, than. He, he there somewhere. Get, yeah, he listen. He there somewhere. Yo, we lost. Uh, the ball went to our best player. Like that's right. You can live with that. Games on the line. It was fourth and one regardless. So right. Either you're gonna throw that little incompletion that you threw, or you're gonna put it up there to your best player. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's a, that's a big thing too. Like, um. Even um, Mitchell Mitchell Swartz was tweeting during the game. I don't know if y'all follow him, but his stuff started to come up because like uh, Twitter is like they do the suggested whenever you're yeah. looking something up. And he was just he was sounding off. He was like, "You guys don't get Joe Burrow any help. Um, he's gonna be a waste of talent, and he's not gonna be here no more." And like, it's it'll like be, it's it'll be the Andrew Luck story. He will not make it. He won't have a long career. Like right. Andrew Luck, we were robbed of a great career from Andrew Luck because right. the man lived on his back. And now they got now they got one of the best offensive lines in the league. 
If I'm Andrew Luck, I'm sick. I'm taking them to small court. <laughs> you got to, you got to pay me. Yeah, you, you got like three All Pros on the like, offensive line. Now you guys want to do this shit. Like right. I need, I need money because you took years off of my life. Right. Yeah, the O line is so crucial. Um, and those guys mean so much, man. Shout out to them for protecting me. You know, I, they got a special place in my heart forever. O linemen, shout out to them. Oh two, man, two years in a row, O line problems, sort of. Not yeah, sort nothing, of. Nothing was as, no, but nothing was as bad Whereas, as that, the Chiefs. That was no, bad. oh my goodness, my man, my yeah. man was NFL Street out he, there. He ran. He was what, running was more like than over two hundred. Yeah, it was over two hundred yards. He ran from the backfield. Like I've you never can't, seen nothing like that. I don't want to hear nobody ever question his heart, bro. Like, no, that that single game right there. I don't care what else he did. Like after that, like, like, like fall down and, and like I hundred percent think that that O line makes a difference. I just didn't want that to be an excuse for this game this year because right. when people brought up O line. The right. argument was it didn't matter. He won with it anyways. Like and and I think idiotic answer. But. I think one of the crucial things too is um, Joe started to hold the ball longer as the game went on, but when he first started off, the ball was getting out quicker, and I think. He probably was getting relaxed because he's like, I'm completing these. Oh, I can start holding it now. And then that's when the, the sacks started to, to go up. Because I don't think they had, what did they have, two or three sacks? No, probably two in the first half. Yeah, they didn't have a lot. We were watching it and they were like, yeah. where's AD at? And then like, he wrecked the game in the second half. Yeah, in the second half. So like, I think that was another thing too is like, goes to the coach. Probably longer developing plays and he didn't really need to run those. Also, when his when he went down and hurt his knee, they needed to go back to quick plays because he could no longer move around in the pocket. Like it yep. was very easy to collapse pocket on him, and yeah. they did not adjust. They kept playing the game like he was one hundred percent healthy. And yeah. I believe that if this was a regular season game, we would not have seen Joe Burrow go back out there. Like he only went back out there because it was a Super Bowl. Like so, yeah. that tells you the state that yeah. his knee was in. Yeah, his, they said they said no surgery or anything. So yeah, like that. I don't think good. it's I, knock on wood. I'm glad it's something crazy, but like watching yeah. that. I think if it was regular season, there's no way we would have saw him for the rest of the game. Yeah. Right. He probably had a hyperextended or a strained knee. And those are just as bad sometimes, too. So. Yeah. But, man, I think overall, man, um, the season was the season was phenomenal. It was everything that I thought it was going to be and more. Um, I, we, I, I kept saying it at the beginning. And then as it kept going, it's just like, I think this is going to be one of the best seasons. And I think it was, too. I really enjoyed every game. I started to watch other teams besides my own. Hell um, unpredictable. Huh? Hell unpredictable. Yeah, like really season. unpredictable. Like you had where you had the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. They go like they go into they go into Baltimore and dismantle them and put up like fifty points. Like you don't see those they, things happening. They beat the Chiefs twice in a season. Yeah. Right. They beat the Chiefs like at home too at that. Or the or was it one and one? No, they beat the Chiefs the twice Arrowhead. at home. Both in Arrowhead. So that like that right there is incredible too. You After know, being so. down double digits at halftime both times, both times. So it's really impressive. I think it was a really impressive season. Um, um, I would say for me a favorite. We can you guys can we can, we can all say a favorite moment. Um, my favorite moment is definitely uh, is when Jameis Winston was named starting quarterback. Yeah, Remin- reminisce a little bit, you know. That's my that's, that's my favorite. Yeah, that's my yeah, that's my yeah, a while ago. That's my quarterback. <laughs> that's my that's how I felt, you feel me? Yeah, listen, another thing too is you're not signed by my boy working out in Saints gear every day. I don't know what that means. It's but I'm but I'm a, listen, but I'm a run I'm it's a run free. with it. I'm a, yeah, it's free. I'm a run with it though. 
I hope I hope he he figures it out. Um, he comes back healthy. Whatever team he comes on go, goes to, um, I think Jameis is gonna be good regardless, man. I think he, he, him his time in uh, New Orleans helped him out develop a little bit more. And he's only what twenty seven years old, so he he got time, man. What about y'all? What what was uh some favorite moments of the season for y'all? I can show you better than I could tell you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh yeah. What's going on here? Oh, what? Who's that going to? Scordero down the sideline. Oh it sets up the game winning field goal in Noah. Oh yeah, let's see the field goal too. <laughs> look at him! Look Are at him! Look at his face. Paul, most of the Debo gonna be nice though. Shout out to him. He's had he had a great he had a great season as a rookie, a phenomenal season. And it's some interceptions for the goat. That's just a rookie, just a rookie rookie mistake, man. But it's set up for the goat, young way cool to do his job and win the game. The Hawks won by uh, eleven plus and by six. Six plus, so you're good. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so, there's two more games that are screwing us, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, yeah, that that's that's definitely a, a worthy worthy moment. I listen. I guess I don't I don't know. But what about you, Phil? What's a memorable moment for um, NFL season, man? For me, this early on for for the Patriots, the whole uh, Bucks versus Patriots game. It was just nice to see. You know, Mac Jones and Tom Brady battle, even though they just didn't get the result they wanted. But I was just glad that they kept, they kept it competitive and it was a, a good game all the way down to the end. Yeah, that was definitely a cool atmosphere, too. Like, And it was a televised game. We got to see him, Tom Brady go at his old team and everything like that. Um, well, what would Alexi say? A great old line. Yeah, listen, man. Mixing in them boys, special. All under contract. It's very possible if they can get O-line and figure it out, trade, Pick up people like Armstead from the Saints is not coming back, um, so I pr- I feel like they're gonna t- probably go and get a, make a run at him, um, and I think it will be a valuable pickup. So yeah, they get well, an old line definitely. You got to compete while your quarterback is on a rookie contract. Like that's yeah, right. you have you to spend crazy on everything else. Because because once once Joe gets ready for that contract, bye 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 Mixon, bye bye Tyler Boyd. The fact that Mahomes got half a billion, you know that's what the next quarterback is looking for. And since everyone wants to crown him the next Tom Brady, you think that Burrow's not going to demand half a bill? Yeah, especially if he keep if he keeps his play up and doesn't get hurt. Right, like he got to. He has every right to. Let's say he gets to another one. Okay, don't pay me half a bill. I'll go somewhere else. Bye. Right. <laughs> right. Someone will pay him. What is it? Come to, hey, come to New Orleans, you feel me? You guys have that money, though? <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, um, Mickey Loomis is putting. We'll pay, we'll pay your he's Bitcoin. Putting, he's it. silver. He's putting silver dollars in the bank and shit. <laughs> he's playing FanDuel, trying to hit. <laughs> Maybe the, the twenty-six like parlay will work. The, we'll, the, we'll the get Dylan some way. The Dylan parlays and shit. <laughs> Less than two million odds. We don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah. Um. What do you guys think of the? Uh, the awards too. I thought they were all predictable, not in a bad way, but I, th- I thought yeah. like everything that happened is what happened. Rogers right. got the MVP. Cup got Offensive Player of the Year. Your offensive and rookie 
uh, offensive and defensive rookie of the year were Chase and Parsons, which it clearly should have been. TJ Watt got his defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Burrow got comeback player of the year, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I have no complaints. Who won coach of the year? I know Dan. I know Dan Quinn got the assistant. Assistant coach of the year. Golden. Stop, <laughs> listen, tell, Dan Quinn, play stop Bono. playing with me, Kenny. <laughs> assistant of the year. Good. For, yeah, he's a phenomenal <laughs> assistant. But give him your head coaching job. Tell me how you like him. No, you take him back. Yeah, okay. So we can so we can sweep we can sweep the uh and let's see South again. Yeah, bomb. Coach, oh, Mike Rabel won coach of the year. Oh, that's deserving. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, Bro, hundred and fifty injuries. Yeah. Practice squad off the people from Honestly, Starbucks and only McDonald's. Guy who probably could have been in consideration was probably John Harbaugh because the Ravens didn't make the playoffs, but they're right there. If they would have made the playoffs, I would have given it to that. Man. The only reason they didn't make it is Lamar shut it down for the season. Yep. That's the only reason. Yeah. But hopefully he's back. He's healthy. I think it was probably a smart idea. I don't yeah, know what's, who's 100%. in this camp. I don't know who's in this camp, but that was a great decision. One of those, you look like Shut it we, down. we ain't winning a title this year, so yeah. there ain't no need for you to go out there and ruin the rest of your career. Do not be an RG3. Blow it right. up for week one. Right. <laughs> but you know you know, those motherfuckers is lurking, though. They mm-hmm. wait, They sitting in the, in the shadows. I told you Lamar Jackson won the last Right, and Absolutely. that's and that's why you sit out. So when you come back, you could last. Yeah. Plus, they gave Carol Huntley a, a, a chance to shine and like prove mm-hmm. his worth to other teams. Right, and it's not like Huntley was bad. Like they were winning games with him, so it's not like they, yeah. I guess you needed Lamar, but it's not like Huntley was a scrub. Right, and two of those losses were like last second plays to force overtime or not. So yeah, that was probably part of it too. Right, exactly. To get him to get him some film, some tape, because once it once the time comes, like. Yeah, I feel like he played better than some of the people that they be getting these contracts that were backups. Huntley can go to Washington today and be their starting quarterback. <laughs> That's a fact. Huntley can go to the Giants today and be their starting quarterback. The, <laughs> the New York the football Giants. Uh, we don't want to do that to him. <laughs> we don't want to be that cruel to him. Nah. I feel like I feel like like a lot of these. I feel like the Giants, the the Jets. I feel like they got elements. But they just they need, just don't know how to put it together. They just know how to put it together. Like yeah. they got elements. Like the Giants, if all the receivers can stay healthy, that is a very let me, good. Let me ask receiver. you a question. Now that we've seen that Matt Stafford clearly is a great quarterback that can elevate talent, are we sure Kenny Galladay is that good? I will, I'll say this about Kenny Galladay. I think the injuries helped. Like yes, derailed him. Made, made yeah, made yeah, made him made people forget. But I feel like when you obviously got Stafford's pinpoint, bro. Like his right. passing is just. I guess just what I'm like, asking is, are we sure Kenny Galladay is really a number one receiver? Oh man, can I be petty for a second? Go ahead. Well, from from the the stature of you and Nils, he is a number one receiver. You know what I'm saying? He's six two. No, He's no, got no, no, no frame. All right, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I think I don't know if he is. I don't know. I feel like a Stafford. I feel like those type of quarterbacks, they don't make the receiver, but like they make it easier for that play that player to make plays. Right, right. Like when see. when you're running when you're running a nine route, a guy is is on your back, and then you put your arms up right here, and the ball's dropping in. Like, yeah, cause I'm just, like, look at Marvin Jones was phenomenal with Stafford. Galladay we saw was a stud with Stafford. Right. Like, 
Right. And at what point do we start to say maybe Stafford's helping make these receivers? Yeah, I th- I feel like there's a there's a, I feel like there's a small room of quarterbacks that do that though. And oh, he's probably yeah. he's probably he's probably in that. Like you got AR, you can say you can say Breeze at one point did that, and Philip Rivers did that at one point. But like you're missing a name, Matt Ryan. He turned Harry Douglas into a thousand yard receiver. Taylor Gabriel was a stud, had nothing sense. I was just, bro, I was, I was going to interrupt you until you made the face, bro. You made the face like it was outrageous. It was outrageous. I was just naming a few. It's not like I just named off, it's not like I just named off 15 guys and then left your boy up. you made the face like it was Listen, regardless of me being a fan of the Saints, your boy is a phenomenal quarterback. That's all I need Phenomenal career, you know. I'm realistic. I can have re- I can have respect. It depends on what we Because I, re- I respect the game, so I can respect the players. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I respect the players, too. I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. <laughs> but, nah, like, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from with Stafford, though. Um, you, when these receivers leave, they need to go and make plays to prove, like, yeah. you're that guy. Like, that, like you, can say, you can say Odell, like, like Odell obviously went with the Rams. And he left, and everybody was like, yo, he's not that good because he's not making one-hand catches. But then he gets the opportunity where the quarterback is putting the ball where it needs to be. Now it's it's him university again. Yeah. And and that's what, like, with Galladay, it's like, okay, like, he was hurt, so I'm going to give him that. But it's just, like, he was the highest-paid wide receiver from this offseason, so you would have expected more out of him. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Stafford definitely helped a lot of his career, but I definitely got to see a fully healthy season from him before I say anything else as well. Yeah, and he got the money when he wasn't healthy anyway. So like, right? Like, so it's to to begin with, he was yeah. uh, he had a, he had a lingering injury that was going to carry to the next season. Yeah. Then if you go and play in that season, then you're going to be messed <laughs> exactly. up again, which he was. But yeah, like you got you got Saquon Barkley, you got Sterling Shepard, you got Galladay, and I like the one of the receivers that I like a lot too is um oh my Tony? goodness, no 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 um. Slayton? Not Tony. Not Tony. Slayton. Big play Slayton. I really, I really like Slayton as a yeah, receiver, but, but I feel like he's going to get buried there. And I also, I still like Evan Ingram. I mean, he occasional he has, hands, he has problems, but but he's not like he has all the tools to be a good tight end in this league. Right. He does. Like, he's and he might, and like, it might be, he might be a, a really late bloomer. Like, right. Like, I mean, I I'd take him. Like, I don't know. Giants fans don't like him. Like, okay, that's I would take him. <laughs> I like, listen, I would. You know, like, that's what, like that. That's how I, I judge it. If the guy's really bad, like if they're on the free agent market tomorrow, would I want my team to go after him? But if the answer is no, they're probably not that great of a player. Yeah, I feel. I don't know. Like, like the quarterback thing is so true. Like, if you can get a quarterback that can put passes there to you, and you have the opportunity to make plays, a lot of things could change for you. You know. Speaking so. of quarterbacks, I just want to touch on two people. Let's do this one first. Carson yeah. Wentz, what is wrong with Indy? I understand trade, that trade or release, playoffs, trade or release in you missed the playoffs, but in a month, this, this is what we're gonna do. We're just gonna we're gonna cut ties with them and say, yeah, we'll take our chance with whatever. Like what else? You saw that, Phil? We, we we have Jonathan Taylor. We'll be fine. <laughs> I, I I saw like bits and pieces. I haven't seen the full story about it. They're trying to trade him before yeah. March twelfth. Trade him, trade him, or release him. So that means yeah, that that means that. Either 
he's being no, he's oh, being thrown, he's being thrown under the bus. Ding ding ding. Or Frank is on the hot seat. It's both. One of the two. It's both. You think both? Yes. It's yeah. it, it's crazy to me that like they act like what they surrounded him with. Like he had Jonathan yeah. Taylor, and he had Michael Pittman, who's not a number one receiver on. Yeah, they did better. He had seventy five percent of the rest of the league's roster. Like, where's he? Yes, he, he has. He has. Well, I feel like he's. He has uh, the tools to be. He has but the right tools, now, yeah. like I mean, two years from now, probably a different conversation. But as it stands today, Michael Pittman walks into. Uh, Kansas City is not a number one receiver. He goes to Buffalo, he's not a number one receiver. He goes to Cincinnati, he's not a number one receiver. Like, it's not like he's a clear cut number one guy. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I feel like Carson Wentz once again is being scapegoated because his team can't win. So let's just say, oh, it's Carson's fault. Right, right, right. Well, we know Lawrence yeah. on the phone with him after this. Hey, listen, That's what man. I'm saying. Like, it, I, I like Carson Wentz. He goes to New Orleans. I'm not happy. Like, I don't want him there. That's a good quarterback. I want yeah, him to I th- be in quarterback purgatory forever. I don't want Carson Wentz there. Yeah, I think a lot of people, when you, like, look at just, like, the position, like, they're so quick to, like, yo, get another quarterback. Get another quarterback. Not knowing that quarterbacks are different. They got different arm slots. The receivers are going to see the ball different. Maybe they don't like how the quarterback throws or how he is, like, there's a lot that goes into that. Like, and when you switch your quarterback, that literally changes the whole offense. And if we're gonna, we're just talking about Michael Pittman, how he is gonna be, you know, a clear cut one receiver in a couple of years. You really yeah. want his third year to be with a third quarterback? Like, he's already on quarterback two in year two. We're gonna right, just keep exactly. every year keep recycle quarterbacks for him. And then that, that for him, that's bad because now you're messing with my money. Now right. he's going to go to his fifth year where it's going to be player option, team option, so y'all want more money. Oh, no, nah, you didn't do nothing. You guys yep. gave me four quarterbacks, so how was I supposed right. to do anything? Exactly. Uh, perfect so. example to me is like Mike Williams. Had Phillip Rivers, then oh, Tyrod Taylor was going to be the quarterback, and then it was Justin Herbert. Now he had Justin Herbert for a second straight year, and look at him. He, he blossomed. That's what yep. happens when you let guys grow together. It's trust. Yep. Big trust. Goes back to, can I walk into a burning building with you? Yep. Plain and simple. Like when when the ball is over the middle of the field, I bet you Mike is gonna die for that die for the ball. But if they go and get rid of Justin Herbert, I bet he's not gonna die for that ball anymore. <laughs> it's plain. It's just it's just that simple. That's how it goes. Right. What do you guys think about uh, Kyler Murray? Oh man, I'm have dead. you been seeing the recent stuff come out about him, bro? He no, he debunked it though. Which which one? I've been I've seen about five no. more stuff. No, he de- he debunked everything. He said, "I don't know why anybody's saying this about me, and um, I don't feel this way or anything." And the guys that I play with know how I rock, pretty much. That's what he said. He put, he, he, I think he posted on um, I think he posted on his IG story or something like that. But he addressed all of it. He said, "I don't I don't even know why I'm even hearing about this, and I like the Cardinals or some shit like that." So, yeah, I I just feel like to me, like what you're saying, yeah, like. I mean, if that's true, like, that's good. I mean, good for him. But if that's coming out, that means there is somebody inside of Arizona that does not want you in Arizona. If yeah, that is the fact. case, tomorrow morning, you and your agent need to be on the phone and say, I don't know what the situation is here. Clearly, I want to be here, but someone here doesn't want me, so I got to be gone. Right. Because it, it right. ain't going to get better. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think it's a real interesting situation, but – I think when he lost, I think 
like when you when he lost D Hop, I think like his con not I wouldn't say confidence, but his play style took a hit where he had somebody he could rely on consistently. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like there's too many um there's too many receivers that were the same stature and ability. Like, but you don't have that down the field guy, you know? Like yeah. Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk are more of the same guy, like not saying they're the same player. One one is obviously probably better, but it's just like they're the same stature. D Hop is D Hop, bro. Like you don't have your receiver, you don't have your guy. JJ Watts out. The defense changes. It's a whole. This is just so many things that go into it. Like it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, glad he put those things to rest. We just Kyler, to Kyler to the birds. What you it's mean? Like, you got you got your quarterback in Philly. Like oh, man, yeah, 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 I'm put it to rest, but like it's still coming out day after day. I yeah, mean, I got the re- I, most recent thing I saw was they said that Colt McCoy told them to go out on the field at the end of the playoff game, and he told them, "Nope, that's it, I'm done." Like, how do you get the? Even if that's false, so where does that come from? Like, that's right. not like like someone inside told that story. So yeah, if even, that's, even they if can get to the public, right? Even if you know Kyle Murray put that to bed like recently, I feel like there's still going to be some. Like feelings towards it during the off season and probably lingering into the the regular season for next season as well. Yeah, especially when you get you go into like just any this could go for anybody. Like when you got to be around, you got a group of friends, and one there's two people talking about one person, and then everybody starts to find out about it besides that person. And then we guys all have a group hangout that one person's gonna walk in, and they're gonna look at them like. Damn, we just talked mad shit about this person, and then now they're right here, like, right. and that's and I can only imagine how it is in like NFL. Like, you walk in there, and you like all these somebody leaked a conversation where there were six people in the room. One of you six, right? That's what, that's what said I'm something like, to somebody. Like the only like, people that could have leaked the story is somebody inside of the Cardinals organization. Right. Like, it didn't come from anywhere and, else. And these and all you said it. You said it before, Kenny. Like a while back. Like all these stories. They come out for a reason. They don't just, they're just not going to float around just because, just for a story. There's a motive or a narrative behind each each time something comes out. There's right. a reason why agents have reporters' numbers on speed dial. Like, why, what reason does an agent have to be calling a reporter? There really right. isn't one. Shout like, out to but, Noah. Like, when, <laughs> agent, when agents are calling reporters, there's a reason why. Yeah. Gotta, gotta change the narrative, man. But, Man, this season's been phenomenal. Um, we want to thank everybody that's that's really tuned in with us for the entire NFL season. We will be transitioning to NBA. My man Phil is ready. Yeah, and shout out. Listen, shout out to Phil too, man. Um, the work that goes into the graphics on social media. He also has Baller Central. Um, he has an additional podcast. My man is out here working. So right. make sure y'all go tune into that too. Um, Baller Central got everything. Everything you need. IBT Sports is here. Um, We're going to keep going up. NBA season's coming. And listen, last year, I ain't know a lot. I know a little bit Rookie more now. You know, listen, most improved I know, player of the year. Hey, yeah, sit, most improved. Listen, I was sitting at the bottom of the Fantasy League in Yahoo, but I'm in the middle of the pack this year. So, And I just and I just whooped Neil. And he said he was going to win it all. So, you know what I'm saying? You know? But, like always, last words, fellas, what you guys got? 
um, for me. And I won't. Like, and I won't rudely uh, skip y'all this time because I feel like the past couple of weeks I've been slacking. That's on me. You know. Okay. Appreciate it. I don't really got much to add this week. Um, no, I'm upset that NFL is done. NBA, my Thunder are tragic, so there's not, not much fun there. Syracuse basketball is. We also What's the record? Um, we're at 500 right now. It's one of our right above 500. It's going to be the worst. Season of Jim Beheim's long career. Um, it's just rough out here. I just can't wait for March Madness. We won't be participating, but it's okay. Just hoping to make some money on FanDuel these next couple months. Yo, yo, bracket down. Phil, be, Phil, before you go, um, Kenny, did you know um, some people are like getting denied for the tournament, like some college teams? Really? You're talking about. What's Frank, Frank um, Stony Brook, yeah. Frankie? Oh, they're not denied from the NCAA tournament. What it is is Stony Brook is leaving the conference that they're in. Yeah. So that conference said that they cannot participate in the conference tournament this year because that's oh. in their bylaws. If you're le- it's a dumb rule to try to hold you hostage, but if you announce you're leaving, they tell you, okay, you can't participate in the postseason tournament. It's nonsense. Right. It's ridiculous. It should be not a thing. But unfortunately – it might keep Frankie's team out of the NCAA tournament because they probably were going to have to be an automatic bid. Yeah, they would have to win the, the conference to get a. Yeah, yeah, it's nonsense. Is what it is. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Frankie, man. That boy, that boy, smooth, smooth six 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 seven, forward slash guard. And shout His out buckets to, out there. Shout out to Jalen Hawkins too, another Utica. Oh yeah, that's going on the D one circuit. They've put him in the starting lineup and they've been killing ever since. Like it's just nice. it's crazy to see. Yeah, Norfolk State. Yep. Virginia, man. Shout out to him. They'll be in the yeah, tournament again this year. Yeah. You'll definitely be tuned in. All right, Phil. What you got, man? Yeah, um, like Laura said earlier, you know, Ball Central, IBT Sports. I think it's Kevin Holland who said it. I'm, I'm, I'm announcing both shows, whoever the catchphrase was during the playoffs. Yeah, um, for Ball Central, we're doing, like, our annual charity event for All-Star Weekend where me and my co-host, Eliza, John Nakeem, raise money for certain charities. This year, I'm raising money for the Jimmy V Foundation, ESPN, and the legendary coach uh, for cancer research and stuff like that. So tune in um, tune in to our page this weekend. We're dropping our podcast Friday morning slash afternoon with all the details. And stay tuned in for that. All right. I'm looking to make it th- a three-peat. So <laughs> get this, let's get the charity money. Um, Yeah, I want to I wanna thank these guys, uh, Kenny, Phil, and Neil, for – more consistency. We haven't missed a show um, yet. Um, I don't know what the streak is, but the streak is is going, and we got consistency. Um, I really, I, I gotta count it up after. I think once we do the, once we get to a hundred, it's gonna be amazing. That we Minus get to hundred. Some of the earlier. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. I'm saying that like, yeah, 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 that don't, that count. don't like, count because like, if you watch like sports <laughs> shows. Like these dudes take the whole week of Christmas off. Like you can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, sports talk TV is unwatchable the week of Christmas. Yeah, like nobody's really paying attention to. That. They're just gonna turn the games on. Um, but just to like for, to have the consistency um, for for the sports network here, like, and we got the sports show, got the network in general, um, IBT network. We got so much content. Uh, Club One Fifty Seven will be coming back soon. Um, Get more uncut, get more wild down there. Um, definitely missed, the, definitely missed the fellas. 
Um, everybody's been working on on their own on their own paths to different side hustle side businesses. Um, definitely want to shout out Rick, uh, Fresh, and Mark. Um, Rick and Fresh are going to be in Albany this weekend um, at the Albany Caps Capital Center. Like he's chatted out, uh, shouted out in the chat. Fresh is releasing his very first own sneaker um, that's coming out. It's going to be unveiled this weekend um, in Albany. Um, I think it's really dope. I'm really proud of him. The work he's put in um, is Ciro Fresh. Um, he has his own logo. It's legit his own shoe. Like, like to see see your friends that are doing great things like this is uh, is 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 really rewarding. Um, just to be able to witness it. So I'll I'll be I'll be there in attendance uh, to support him and everything. I'm gonna make sure that I get my get a pair. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're really nice. Um, but like I said, everybody that's tuned in, we appreciate you, man. Um, merch is on the site right now. www.ibtnetwork.com slash March March. Hey, what's good? He said that's my shoe. Small, my guy Smalls, man. This is it. great guy right here, bro. He said, "Nah, congrats on the release." That's our not, shoe. Nah, it's um, it's my boy. It's my boy Fresh. Um, he's a, he's another co-founder of the network here. Um, but I appreciate everybody that tuned in. Shout out to Rick. Um, shout out to Big Big Dog TV. He got it. He got his own esports team. Man, like we really going crazy. Rick, Can if, it, you need a, if you need a player, you know. Kenny, listen, Kenny's following his dreams. I got my IT things going on. Phil's got his work that he does on the social media. He got Baller Central. Everybody's and, going and sports betting. So everybody is sport parlay Phil pushing parlay. <laughs> um, but man, like. I can't say enough about the people that I'm around. Um, everybody is an inspiration. Um, not motivation, inspiration. Inspiration keeps you going, you feel me? Motivation is in spurts and doesn't keep you going. Inspiration. I'm inspired by every single last one of these guys. Um, and that's all I got to say, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode. We live every Wednesday, 830, Facebook and YouTube. We're going to keep going up, man. We appreciate y'all. Y'all have a blessed night, night.